When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks post-game podcast powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean. The Hawks win 1-0. Peter Mrazek absolutely outstanding, getting his first shutout in three years. 37 saves, obviously his first as a Hawk. Great game for him. Philip Kurashev, the only goal for the Hawks. We're going to get to all of it. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson. Thanks for being with us. Make sure you smash that like button for us on the old YouTubes there. Make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube page as well. And you podcast listeners, we'll never forget about you. You're the OGs. Make sure you're following or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And take 30 seconds to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify. Greg, want to recap the scoring? Yes. All right, let's do it. I hope I can get through this. All right. We only got an hour. So All right. So. 9.20 into the second period. The Hawks are on the power play because Tristan Luneau, very not, fancy name. Not a real person. <laughs> he high, had a four-minute high-sticking penalty. The Hawks score. Philip Kurashev one times a uh, little flip pass from Connor Bedard right over uh, Frank Vitrano's uh, stick. That's it. That's all the Hawks needed. And, That's boy, it. man, Mrazek was absolutely awesome. You could see – from early on in this game that he was just dialed in there were a there was a uh what was i like four or five minutes into the game the hawks started well of course because it seems like whenever that dickinson line starts the game they get possession they've got a nice sustained shift then the ducks kind of answered back and had one shift with like three or four really good scoring chances that was on the it the first shift of the connor murphy nikita zaitsev pairing and it looked Bad. Yeah, that was not great. Um, yeah, that, that, I mean, look, and I don't want to blame it all on on Zaitsev because we know Murphy's had a tough year, but yeah, they it's were just, they were just getting worked the entire game. When when that stuff happens, it's like one guy gets out of position, and then that causes another guy to get out of position, and it causes a third guy to get out of position, and all of a sudden they're just running around, you know. Yeah, it, it's just it. It's bad at times, really bad. I mean, we've talked about that many times about the lack of structure. Yeah. Uh, you know, guys are getting out of position to help guys who have lost their position. And it just, it's a chain effect, you know, and it's once you start it, it's so hard to, to get yourself out of it. Yeah. So when Murphy and Zaitsev were on the ice, Murphy was on the ice for six shot attempts for. And 21 against. Zaitsev, seven shots for 23 against. That is just getting slaughtered. Getting slaughtered. And look, like, again, Zaitsev isn't great, but um, Murphy's got to be better. But, hey, it's a win. Let's let's be positive yeah, in this one. Last game, we, uh, we declared that that was a goalie loss. Uh, and this game was a goalie win definitely and you said to me at one point in the game like if it wasn't from Razik, it would be 3-1 ducks right now yeah i mean i said there it seemed that when the blackhawks scored their goal it was all ducks after that yeah and that third period was what shots were nine to one or something in the third and they were all over it and i just you know i we've seen games where Mrazic has looked solid right like where he has been and i feel like for most of his starts he's been one of our four-star nominees we're going to get to that in a second 
I feel like it, it, he is one of the guys that were always at the end of the night, this season, saying he was pretty good. Even in losses, even if he gives up four goals or whatever, there's been very few games where I've said Peter Mrazek was bad. There's been one or two. But for the most part, he's been really solid this year. And, and today, he was just great. Like you get, like early on, it had shutout vibes. The way he was just focused and reacting, and it's you know you could see like when a goalie gets out of position, how they recover, right? I know we like to reference Corey Crawford a lot, you know, and but how he it always seemed like he was squared at a shooter. He was almost like the uh, bubble hockey goalie, yeah. like no matter where you move him, mm-hmm. he's facing the shooter. And I saw a lot of that from Razak in this one. Even he when was, he had to push over, he would square up, and he was just really he's solid. very quick tonight, and and yeah, as seeing. The puck from everywhere, um, not um, not the greatest rebound control, but it was it was there when he needed it. Yeah, and it was it light years w- better than what we saw well, from Soderblom. And that's what I said to you uh, in the press box yeah. was not if it wasn't for Mrazek, it'd be three one. I said if Arvid Soderblom was in there, mm. it'd be three to one because there were a couple plays. You know, a lot of the times when when. Morazic did give up a rebound. He was kicking it to the corner. He wasn't kicking yeah. it straight out to the net. And a lot of that was because he was turning like so quickly and he was getting enough to push it off. And there were at least six or seven times where the Ducks had a guy crash in the net and that's when he absorbed it. That's when you like, yeah, you know, you, you when, when it, people are, the team's playing perimeter and you kick one into the middle of the ice, it's not that big a deal. But when you got guys crashing in that, that's when you got to absorb yeah, it. But he even, was able to do that. I would that. say, too, like, though, even though the rebounds he was he was giving him up, but they were right in front of him. Yeah. With with Soderblom, it's like, boom. It's like he's got spring-loaded pads on. You know, and that's that's where you get into trouble. And what I, another thing I noticed about Mrazek tonight was there'd be times where he would take a shot and it would fall in front of him. And because the Ducks were crashing the net so hard all the time, he would just take a whack at the puck and kind of just knock it into the corner. He was really effective with the stick in this game, too. He was great. And uh, no surprise, he was the game's number one star, stopping all 37 saves. The number two star of the game was Philip Kurashev. He had a goal, 17-36 of ice time, two shots and three shot attempts. And your number three star, Connor Bedard, with an assist and three shots in 16-01. We just missed a third consecutive game where Connor Bedard would have finished with an exact, precise 0-0 minute Save count. Save it for Connor's corner, man. Oh, sorry. Shit, you're right. <laughs> All right, now you can vote for the four stars on the YouTube page. First candidate, Alex Vlasic. 20.05 of ice time, one block shot. We'll get back to him in a minute. Louis Crevier, 17.22 of ice time, three shot attempts, a block shot. He was on the ice for 17 shot attempts, four and nine against. That's good for a 65.38 Corsi. The next closest Hawks were Dickinson and Radish at 50%. So he was 15% better than any of his teammates when it came to possession. And on the ice late with the empty net in a key defensive moment. Love that. Uh, and then your third nominee for four-star of the game, Jason Dickinson, who was at 1.12-0 from the face-off dot, finished the game 12-4, and still good for 75%. He had a shot and three shot attempts. So get your votes in, and we will reveal the winner at the end of the game. But my vote goes to Alex Vlasic today, who was just every time the Hawks got pinned deep, it felt like Alex Vlasic was the guy that would get the puck back and then skate it out of the zone. Instead of just trying to rip it around the boards or ice it, he would win the puck and carry the puck out of the zone. And the penalty on him was absolute dog shit. Yeah, it was, that was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. It was horrible. He, he made a great play to hustle back, gets in perfectly. Uh, I forget which uh, Anaheim skater it was. Yeah. Uh, but that guy literally grabs him. Yeah. And they call Vlasic for holding. Yes. Yeah. So like there's just, a, just a bad, it was, he played it perfectly and he had to go sit for two minutes. If you miss it, there's a, there's a pass to Crevier who tries the one time and he kind of like heals it. So he only gets a little bit of it and it rolls right in front of him and the ducks are coming the other way. Vlasic is like in the middle of the defensive zone, gets on his horse. And again, I forgot the ducks player too. But accelerates to the point where he gets... It was Troy Terry. Troy Terry, a pretty good player last time I checked. Accelerates and literally gets so fast that he turns around and faces Terry before he he can get a shot off. He beat him to the spot. Yes. And 
positioned his body perfectly. They called him for a holding. So weird. There was he never took his hands off his stick. You can't hold a guy when both your hands are on a stick. It was just like it was a great defensive play. Thankfully, the Hawks killed off the penalty. The, the Hawks were really good on the PK. Yeah, play. they were. They score on the power play. Special teams, great goaltending, gives you a nice victory against a team that, I mean, they were one and nine in their last ten games coming in the night. Hey, the Hawks are the, usually the get right usually, team. So. And like, but I, as I said uh, I, last week, I don't remember which one of the losses it was, but maybe it was that. Uh, the Detroit game, I don't know, whatever it was, where I said, I am no longer going to have any expectation for this Blackhawks team to beat another team for the rest of the season. Yeah. And I'm not going to declare any games a winnable game because none of them are winnable at the way they play on most nights. This would have been one of those trap games where if we had a pregame show, we one of us would have said, this is a game you should win. Yeah. Well, no, this there are no games. They, I don't have any faith in them to win any of these games. And if it wasn't for Peter Morazic, they got outplayed yeah. for most of this game by a team, 1-9, now 1-10 in, in their last 11 games. Yeah. So that's my, my philosophy for the rest of the year. Expect them to lose every single game so you'll never be disappointed. Yeah, and look, I think the Ducks are. I would. I think it's fair to say the Ducks are also underachieving right now. Um, are they underachieving now, or did they overachieve for those couple of weeks where they actually look good? I mean, well, they got a lot of guys out. McTavish is yeah, out. Yeah, Zegers is out. You know, is Frank Vitrano going to score at a twenty six? The greatest American goal like, scorer in the world, according to our guys at What Chaos. I mean, remember when Alex DeBrinkett was on pace to score one hundred and five goals? How's that been working out lately? Not like, good. By the way, Red Wings and Sharks was a party today. That was a lot. Hey, that Red Wings, nice game there, champs. Up They're four up nothing. Four zip. Blow that in a, before the end of the period. They scored four goals in like three minutes yeah. and then gave up four goals in like three minutes, including two shorties on the same power play. Yes. And losing overtime. Because, Wild. Because uh, Wallman, Jake Wallman, serves up a hand grenade back to the blue line and it goes the other way. Did he do the gritty on the way <laughs> off the ice after that? Hey, Red Wings, suck it. <laughs> I like that he did the gritty. That was funny. I do too. Um, I, I, I'm, I, I'm not, I don't have a problem with it. But man, when you when you're going to be obnoxious when you win, you yep. better be able to take it when you lose. That's right. When you cost the team. Well, he didn't cost him single handedly, but it was his turnover. So uh, anyway, back to the four star. We can laugh at the Red Wings yeah. later. Uh, checking out the uh, game scores from our pals at HockeyStackCards.com. Mm -hmm. I think it's fair to say who's on the top of that list. Uh, Peter Morazic had the top game score, 2.47. Uh, you want to know who the, the next highest Blackhawks, the highest Blackhawks skater and fourth overall in this game was? Well, I'm looking at it, so I won't guess. You can just tell me. It's uh, Louis Crevier, nice. 1.27. Uh, and then you have to go down quite a while uh, before you get to Jason Dickinson at uh, 0.44. Uh, the worst two game scores of the night, again, I don't need fancy stats to tell me. Nikita's high seven, Connor Murphy. Yeah. Uh, and Murphy, Murphy's had a rough year, but he's playing on his offside tonight. He was very physical out Yeah, there. I would say he, he was. He played his game. Yes, I think like, he was better in this game than he's been. The, the, if you look at the, that and, the, and the, the Corsi numbers, you're going to be like, wow, he was terrible. But I test he wasn't awful tonight. And let's face it, the that pairing, Zaitsev and Murphy, got the majority of the defensive zone starts yeah. tonight, too. Yeah. So um, the numbers can be deceiving at times. They weren't great, but it wasn't like they were a complete train wreck all night. They were at no. some point. Yeah, there were, there were some moments. But Murphy had a couple of night, uh, a couple of nice shifts. He was physical. He was putting people on, the, on their ass, and that's what you need from him. Yeah. Uh, you just want him to not hurt you, and I think this year you could argue that he's been hurting the team he's hurt, more often yes. than he's been helping. He, this but has been by far his worst season since he got here, and I just don't know if it's father time catching up to him. You know, he's he's a guy that's dealt with a lot of injuries in his career 
mostly from that style of play. Yeah. He's always been a more physical guy. Um, you know, maybe it's the, it's the speed of the game. You lose a half a step in this league, especially when you weren't the fastest yeah, guy to when begin with. Your, I mean, look, Brent Seabrook is exhibit A. And when you play that position and you lose half a step with all the speed in this league and these dynamic young players, you, your, your drop-off is going to look a lot worse than it would you know, if you were forward and lost a step. Yeah. Uh, we should talk about Crevier, too, a little bit because – I don't know. We thought maybe with Tenority going on the in the concussion protocol that they might call somebody up. I bet you they still do for the weekend. They might. Ice Hogs are in town, so you can get somebody here. I bet you with back-to-back games, yeah. they probably call somebody up Saturday morning. This is where I would think, like, man, if Philip Roos wasn't hurt, he'd be the perfect guy to call in to sit in the press box for two games. Yeah. So it doesn't take away playing time from one of the young guys. Right. Uh, but he's hurt, so... I don't know. Maybe they don't. Maybe since the Ice Hogs are at home, maybe you say, well, we'll risk it on Saturday, and then if we have to call somebody on Sunday, we can get them here. Sure. But then you're going to have a kid that played the night before jumping in, but whatever. Either way, though. They'd be playing – well, actually, the Ice Hogs play Friday and Saturday. Okay. So that'd be three and three. So maybe they call somebody up Saturday – so he's here for both games. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think that that's probably a wise move. And, yeah, you're right. It would be nice to just have Roos there. Is- right, because Roos is a guy that if he sits both games, you're not taking away a game in Rockford from a developing guy. You're not right. taking away, you know, Kaiser or Phillips or Del Mastro Allen. I doubt it's going to be those two guys that they call up, but we'll see. Well, and I, you also don't want to take too much out of, you know, two performances, but – for a guy who none of us really expected to get an opportunity, especially this early in the year, especially without like massive injury problems, I think he's looked really solid, just really calm out there. And I, I was I liked what I saw from him in training camp. I liked what I saw from him in the preseason. Just kind of he's not going to wow you. He's not going to be a guy that fills the net by any means. But go out there and just be defensively sound and don't make mistakes. I think he's two for two so far. Well, Luke Richardson sang his praises this morning, saying that he uh, just keeps it simple, plays a simple game. And when you're that big, you could play a simple game. Like, you, you, you have the reach, you have the strides where you can make up a lot of ground real quick. Yeah, I mean, you saw it from um, Vlasic today. Yeah, so, uh, um, and to think that Crevier is two inches taller than Vlasic. <laughs> Sitting in the, waiting for them in practice, after practice on uh, Wednesday, yesterday, um, they come walking in the locker room together, and you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Those are two gigantic yeah. men. And Crevier, you know, usually when you get these really tall guys, they're lanky, they're really skinny. Crevier's got some some muscle on him. He's, he's a big human being. And we got to talk to him today after morning skate. It was an optional skate. So there wasn't a lot of, there was only like eight guys in the room. So we all gravitated to him. This kid is so happy right now. Like he's just constantly smiling. This was a seventh round pick that was playing in the ECHL last season. And now he's up here. Good for him. Um, He's a, he's a defensive prospect that nobody has really talked about. Right. It's always been Korchinski. And Allen and Del Mastro, and then Kaiser got added to that mix, and then Phillips got added to that mix. Nobody was talking about Crevier. And here he is. Now, I think he's here because they want to get Kaiser and Phillips that AHL time, uh, but good for him. And I don't, th- I think he'll be here through the weekend. Who knows how long Tenori's going to be out? Yeah. Concussion protocols, you never know. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's exciting. There are a lot of really good young defensemen in the pipeline right now, and they're not all going to hit. No, but they're looking good, and you know, probably going to draft a couple more this year with all those draft picks. Can never have too many young defensemen. Absolutely, in your, uh, and in your look, system. if you if you have too many, there's always someone looking to overpay for a defenseman, Toronto, <laughs> especially. Uh, Young cost control defenseman. Yes. Imagine what you can get for one of those guys. Absolutely. I mean, it's 
if you're going to go out and add veteran help this summer or next summer, especially on a trade market, say, say the Maple Leafs, speaking of the Maple Leafs, say they decide to re-sign Nylander this year. Well, that means Mitch Marner's gone. Yeah. So they may trade him. Why would you let him leave for nothing? So you may have to give up. And like maybe Kyle Davis says, fine. I'll give up a couple of these stud young defensemen to get Mitch Marner in here. Yeah. And just draft a couple more. Give you Allen and Allen and Del Mastro or something. And it might yeah. have to be. I mean, it's maybe, Mitch Marner. Maybe, maybe it's Kaiser and Allen. Kaiser and Del Mastro. Give him a puck yeah. mover and a stay at home guy. Maybe it's Alex Vlasic. Maybe. I mean, I know I, you don't want to do I'd that, but like if you're going like to get a guy like Mitch Marner. I give up Alex Vlasic for uh, the only one of the young defensemen I probably don't give up for Mitch Marner is probably Korchinski. I agree with that. Um, but and yeah. I would even, honestly, I'd think, I would I'd listen. Think, I'd think. I would listen. I would think. Yeah. I don't. It would have to be like, we'll give you Marner for Korchinski straight up, nothing else. I'd you could it. be you could be you could be trading away though, like fifteen years of greatness. That's, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I'd think I probably still wouldn't do it, but, um, you know, if you could get it to where you trade for Marner, but it's kind of like what the uh, what the what the Flames and Panthers did, yeah, resign and then trade them, then you would give up. Um, you know, you'd give up more. Um, if you know you're going to get that like six or seven year extension with them, I probably would. Yeah, I'd certainly think about it. I mean, you have to give up something to get something. And we, I think there's sometimes a, a tendency to look at young players and that are in your organization and maybe overrate them a little bit. And I think we're, like I, I kind of thought of this yesterday when we were talking to Pete Blackburn. And if you missed that show, go back and listen. And we like brought up um, Reichel, and you could tell that Pete had not really thought about Lucas Reichel in any way, shape, or form in his life before. Even though he's one of the better, you know, you look at the top hundred under twenty-five or whatever, he's on those lists. I don't think he's on the radar for a lot of people around the country yet. No. So I don't know. I think we. I think we have to be careful of saying like. Oh man, I'm never gonna trade Alex Vlasic. Like, well, if you're gonna get someone like Mitch Marner, yeah, you're gonna I mean, have. They're not gonna do it for like Kaiser and Del Mastro. And I'm not saying like, yeah, let's go out and do it. Like, I'm not sure. But I'm just saying, you have so many young defensemen in your pipeline. You're going to, you know, if you want to add veteran help, some of these guys may be used as trade chips. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm not say, I'm not suggesting that. And again, yes, I know Marner will be a UFA anyway, maybe. But if you can get him in a deal with a sign and trade, it's worth to me. It's worth giving up a couple of young defensemen to get to get. Yeah, if it's, Mitch, if it's a sign and trade, it's less. Well, no, you'd probably give him more. If it's, I mean, if it's right ahead of his UFA, right? If it's for one year, then it's less. Yeah. But you would to me if I'm making a trade for Mitch Marner. It's got to be, hey, sign them to a six-year extension. and then, well, well, you could also do the thing, though, like you did with uh, with Corey Perry and trade for his rights right before he reaches Yeah, but I don't agency. think – I don't. but that's – no, no, that wouldn't work gonna, because Marner would want to hit the market, I think. I would imagine so. So, yeah. But I, the Hawks are in a position to say, anyway. This we sounds gotta, like a really good offseason show, yeah. yes. <laughs> anyway. We, we got sidetracked. Well, if you want to get uh, swole and ripped like Louis Crevier – there's, here's the best place to do it. Midtown Athletic Club. They've got four Chicagoland locations. Palatine in the Northwest Burbs, Bannockburn in the North Shore, Willowbrook in the Southwest Burbs, and Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. Midtown Palatine has launched a multi-million dollar transformation of their club, which will be complete in early 2024. You, the CHGO listener, can lock in favorable rates if they join before the end of the year. They've got something for everybody at Midtown. You got kids and you find it hard to get to the gym. Guess what? They've got child care for you there. You can go drop your kid off. They're going to get supervised. They're going to be able to play. They're going to be able to have fun, meet some other kids while you get to go 
and feel the burn and get your workout in, you should definitely do that. They've also got amazing classes there, yoga, spin, cycling. They've got great tennis and pickleball courts. It's really the place to go, and it is a premium spot. And, you know, sometimes when you're going to join something like that, you want it to be great. You want it to be premium because you're going to spend a lot of time there so don't you know treat yourself as they say on parks and rec head over to midtown.com slash chgo to find out more and to tour the midtown athletic club nearest you again that's midtown.com slash chgo all right hey if you're interested in that new hotel uh our, our buddy greg braggs is staying there tomorrow night uh, for our holiday party he says he's going to be putting First, he was like, me and the wife are going to make some social content. Like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong website. <laughs> Only Brad. I, I was so happy for Greg when he told me that. I was like, oh, it's, he's going to have a little little date night. I was yeah, like, that's when, cute. That'd be fun. Such a cute like place. A smart move. Don't drive all the way back to Indiana if you're uh, coming here to the office to have a, a few pops. Um, hey, can you believe we're this deep in the NFL season? Yes. Uh, good. Yeah, me too. I'm a Bears fan. Um, Hey, uh, well, we got to make every second count. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can make the most out of every game day. Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks or the Bears. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting five on any matchup. We were talking the other day uh, about Bears odds and uh, that first drive, and you said that after what happened to the last time they played the Lions, they may be like, uh, we can't be conservative. We can't be conservative. So maybe they'll go for it on a fourth down instead of kicking a field goal. And maybe, you know, they'll try the stupid tush push and not make it like they do every time they run that play. Well, then bet on DraftKings for a turnover or downs or safety on the Bears' first drive. <laughs> safety. You know what those odds are? Plus 1,800. Damn. Right, what is it for a Bears touchdown? Uh, a passing touchdown plus six fifty. A rushing town touchdown plus nine hundred. Maybe a rush. Uh, Justin Fields rushing touchdown on the opening drive. Gets I like you that. Plus All right, there's lots of great odds. That's that's my point. That's, those are fun. tons of fun, great odds. I like the first drive bets because then you don't have to sweat. <laughs> you don't have to sweat the whole game out. You can watch the first drive. And then watch two better teams play football. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use the code CHGO. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on the NFL. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CHGO. The crown is yours. Here we go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdictions. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility deposit restrictions apply bonus best expire 168 hours after issuance terms at sportsbooks.draftkings.com slash football terms nice job that felt good way to go sounds like some greg uh, greg bragg social content as you got late there a lot I of had, heavy I, breathing I, I, I had to uh <laughs> do some breathing exercises earlier to make sure i got through all of that all right take a break we'll get through some super chats here jake's here what's up jake oh yeah Whoa. Jake Flanagan, big fan of Joey, Joey Anderson. Anderson. He gets things done. He keeps the game simple. He's a he's a he's a lunch pail guy, as the uh, as the old guard likes to say. We will uh, we'll, we'll we'll plug the uh, we've we've got the game time read later, so we'll uh, we'll pl- we'll plug your new fandom for Joey Anderson. Thanks to game time. Definitely. All right, let's let's get through some super chats here. Windy City Hockey with two bucks says Mrazek the wall. Yep, he was great. Uh, Chris with a twenty dollars super chat. Thank you, Chris. Vlasic, Kurashev, and Mrazek were very good. We need more offense. Although I thought Korchinski was good. Also, Seth Jones is actually pretty damn necessary. Yeah, Seth Jones. You know, kind of just an ordinary game for him. Twenty five oh eight of ice time, two shots on goal, four shot attempts, a hit, and three block shots. Ho hum. Just another night for number yeah. four. Uh, Korchinski had... There were some weird decisions he, from him yeah, tonight. Yeah, he, he made some good defensive plays, but 
man, some of his passes are like, Ugh, but those are yeah. coach. Those are things you can coach out of the kids. So that's like yeah. you, like Derek King says, you say it all the time. Get coach the junior on him. Yeah, and they got to do that with Korchinski. Ralph says, "Is it me or is Bedard getting stripped of the puck a lot?" Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's another. He's got to sort of learn on the fly what will work here and what won't. It's a lot of because he's carrying the puck in, and the defense hoins in on him and puts three guys on him because they're not worried about yeah anybody else hurting them. So they're trying to stop him, but he'll he'll look uh, he'll he'll figure that out and adjust and. Having better wingers eventually it, it will, will help take with the that pressure too. off yes. of him. There's a really good piece in the athletic today about uh, Connor Bedard's are, lack of ha- help. Teams are fine letting Anthony Beauvillier or Philip Kershev beat them. Yes, they don't want Connor Bedard to beat them. Exactly. Uh, another ten dollars from Chris. Paul, Chris, thank you, man. Uh, he says the kid from Vancouver, Beauvillier, looks solid as well. Bedard definitely needs some help. Don't trade Vlasic, please. Yeah, I don't. I don't. We're, I don't, we're not. We're, yeah, not we're not championing trading, trading Vlasic. We're just saying, you know, if you're going to get a great player back, a proven player, it's going to take. We're playing armchair G- GM yeah. in armchairs, like. But you're not going to trade like Connor Murphy for Mitch Marner. That's no. not or any young youngish yes. forward that you want to bring in long term. You're not. I know you're not trading for Mitch Marner for one year next year. You would trade Mitch Marner to get him for six, seven years. Yes, because he would be a really good fit on this team for when you're ready to compete. That's all we're saying. We're not. We're not championing to trade anybody right now. Yeah, we're just saying. Don't necessarily fall in love with all these guys because some of them might be used to get guys that are going to help you win Stanley Cups down the road. Yep. And one more super chat from Thomas. He says, shifting gears, what have you thought of the broadcasters this year? I think Panger has helped Vosters a lot. I want Chris to succeed. He's a good dude. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Vosters that. Vosters is a great sentiment. guy. Um, I, to be honest, like, we, we don't, don't get to listen a to a lot yeah. because uh, we, we have uh, – you know we're we're at the game, home games, the road games. I do enjoy the Panger Vosters uh, yeah. broadcasts a lot. Um, so you know, um, yeah, it's, it's 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 such a touchy situation because some people are just no matter what. Yeah, it it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. I know it's not Pat and and Edzo, but you know, we'll see how it goes. It's improving. Um, hopefully it keeps heading in that direction. Yeah, that's what you just want. I mean, I think Chris would tell you himself that he's new to hockey, he's new to calling NHL, and he's learning on the fly. And I think he's got no better mentor than the guy sitting right next to him and Darren Pang. Yeah. Um, and and as, as J.D. says, Kaylee Chelos does a really good job, too. That she is, she yeah. She's, she Kaylee knows, knows her stuff, stuff, and she's she's spot on. Um, so, uh, yeah, they, it's, you know, there's just going to be so many people that are just used to what it was that they're not going to give the new things a chance. But as I've learned in life, change can be really good once you learn to embrace it. All right. I'm with you. I like that. Very deep. Deep thoughts with Greg Boyson. Um, Yeah. So what do we got to do next? Uh, I don't know. We did our super chats. Uh, what, what do we got? We got Connor's corner. We, we do got to do Connor's corner. How how is our poll looking? Is I was going to say it's it's pretty done. Um, what was it? We were at it was twenty five percent for Lewis, and then Alex got the majority. So okay. it was between those two. Oh yeah, Vlasic is. Uh, yeah. He's got sixty five percent of the votes right now. He was he was winning in the beginning, but yeah. people have been kind of like trickling in. <laughs> All right, well, we, we let's do the we can let's call it. Yeah, we'll call we'll, the four we'll, star we'll, of the we'll game right it. now. Oh yeah, I forgot about the music man. Nice. All right, Alex Vlasic, that's your man, and uh, and with good reason. I think when we were discussing, you know, every game about halfway through the third, we had the conversation about who the four star is going to be. And that was the first name we both came up on. You know, like he was just noticeably excellent in this game. I just, I just, I love the way, I love the way I'm seeing him develop. And I think like we got that first glimpse of him two years ago. Then everyone assumed like, oh, he'll be full time last season. Then he wasn't. And I think in my head, I started to think, 
boy, I hope that wasn't just like an anomaly and they're seeing something that I'm not because they're way more skilled at watching hockey than I am. But to see him come up this year and play as effectively as he had and like with such confidence and poise, yeah. like we've talked about it a lot with Reichel and with Korchinski and you can see him thinking out there sometimes. Vlasic looks like he knows I know what I have to do. I know I'm making the right play here. I'm thinking a step ahead here. The game is not moving too quickly for me, and here we go. And I, to be fair to he who should not be named, a lot of people when they made that pick were like, what? That is a reach. That is a reach pick. It is a project pick. He's four or five years away. It has panned out very, very well so far. And the fact that we're saying, even in you know gentle conversation, yeah, you'd have to probably move Vlasic to get Mitch Marner. The fact that that guy turned into a guy good enough to trade for Mitch Marner, like that's that's pretty. Yeah, that's no, saying something. He He's been a, great. He is a top pair defenseman right now. Um, it's in the DNA in that family. Um, yeah, really. You know, Mark on, Mark Ed, Edward Vlasic. He actually had an assist tonight. Uh, his first point of the season. Suck it, Red Wings! Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, God, that's so beautiful. I just want the whole. Red Wing thing to just you just want the Iser plan. I to just crumble. want to be a complete disaster and then miss the playoffs and yeah, just I'm so, I'm so sick of Steve Iserman. He's so great. He's so good. <laughs> I love just it. Tired, tired of it. Screw the Red Wings. They may not be the rivalry, might not be there, but my hatred for them it's, it's still, still there. It's still burns still there. deep down. It's still there. Screw That's them. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Sarah, you are on the ball tonight. Um. Hey, we had 157 votes on the poll, but we only have 98 likes. That's, That's weird. That math doesn't jive. Yeah, hit that like button. Uh, 245 people watching. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, 245 people watching means there should be at least 200 likes. Come on. Come I would on, say folks. so. Hit the thumbs up for us. That's do us an a easy favor. Thing to do. It's right there. It's right there. It is right there. Just uh, All right, a couple guys I'd like to talk about. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I thought this was one of Taylor Radish's best games of the season. I would agree. Especially that first period. He was using his size to his advantage, which has been an issue with him. Skating through guys, winning one-on-one battles, getting to the net. Almost had a goal at the end of the period. Yeah. Just kind of whiffed on a bouncing puck. Really good. Uh, That line was good. Um, You know, Cole Gutman. Yes. Talk about guys who just play simple games. Well, let's get to him, too. Uh, that line was good. Two, two-thirds. I mean, yeah, Tyler Johnson had the assist on the power play. Go, Tyler Johnson just – I really like Tyler Johnson. Father time is And undefeated. I want him to be good because he's a great guy. Yep. And he's got six goals this season, which is nothing to sneeze at on this team. But, man, there are times where he looks like he's standing still out there, but he's actually going top speed. Yeah, I you know that's a guy who has battled injury big time, uh, lots of lower body stuff, has been a small player playing a big man's game for his entire career, lots of miles, lots of playoff miles on that body. Like, I don't think that we're seeing Tyler Johnson out there not trying. I think we're seeing his hockey career is close to done. Yeah, and I hope he still has a little bit of juice left because I. I think that could be a really good trade candidate. At the I think so too. And look, maybe yeah. being re- reinvigorated, not having to play power play for guy. Like if I'm a team looking to make a deep run, and I can get Tyler Johnson for my fourth line. Hell yeah! Play him eleven minutes a night. Yes, that's that, that's the kind of like Tyler Johnson needs to go on a team that doesn't need him to be 2015 Tyler Johnson. They just want him to be 2023 Tyler Johnson. Yeah. I think there's still some some value out there for a team that's looking for, you know, that depth guy. I think so, too. And, and again, like, just limiting his use, cherry-picking his situations and his matchups will benefit him greatly. And that's a guy who is probably more valuable to a contender than he is to this team. Yeah. Uh, lots of people talk about Cole Gutman in this one, too. And I talked about you, t- I talked about him a few times in this game. We talk about guys who just keep the game simple, like Crevier, like Vlasic. Gutman is doing that up front, and 
He's got some good vision. He's got a good sense of like where the game is going, where the game is moving. Always seemed to find himself in advantageous positions. And look, I, I think that his NHL scoring ceiling is not very high. But if you look for someone to play, eventually as the team gets better and he matures a little bit, on your bottom six when his team is good, you could see him being a pretty valuable asset there. Uh, I just I just like the way he plays. I think he plays that Joey Anderson, Luke Richardson coach kind of style of just, hey, do the little things right. Yeah. Win a buck, win a puck in a quarter, go to the net, make the safe play, dump it in when there's nothing there. And and Gutman does that. And if he can stay healthy and stay in this lineup, I, I want to see, you know, obviously you want a little more offense from him, but I think he was very effective in this game. He made a play in the second period where there was a board battle and the puck came out to him and he just quickly flung it right at the net and almost yep. went in. It, yeah. caught, it caught Dostal off guard. I think it hit the side of the net. It uh, was either the side or like the outside yeah, of the like, post. Because it reacted like, like it hit the post, like the way it yeah, ricocheted. I think, I think it hit the outside of the post. Um, but like he had no idea. It was that's, that's the stuff the Blackhawks need to do more of. Yep. Just... Start well, winging it to the net. You saw it from the Ducks. I know, like I know, Morazic was great and, and shut him out. But like, the Ducks were just like, just throw it, just throw it yeah. at Morazic and hope it hits somebody or something. And they were like, it's just, it's just so simple. The game itself is so simple. And I think the last two games, the Hawks have done a much better job of playing that simple game. Sure, there have been those moments where they're trying to make too fancy of a play, but like. You look at the way the power play looked in general tonight. It was a lot better. Puck movement. You know, maybe I want to see him be a little more aggressive shooting on the power play, but that first power play, they had like four or five shots on goal in a single power play. And it does it feel to you, too, like they're much more aggressive shooting right out of the hop? Like they start the game real aggressive. Yeah. And then as it goes on, they kind of lose the, lose the feel a little bit. Yeah, well, I think a lot of that has to do with they lose the field because they get three or four shifts where they're handing their own zone yeah. and they got a line change and dump and they don't get that s sustained time. But it does seem earlier in the periods, they get some good, uh, they get some good shots. Um, I think once they, if they can improve defensively, you can, you know, everything is channeled through your defense. When you play yep. better defensively, you have more time offensively. You have more shots. You have more scoring chances. Well, look, I know I, I hate to be like, remember the good old days, but it's in everybody's mind. And, like, you could talk about how great the forwards were on the Dynasty Hawks of Taves, Kane, Hosa, et cetera. But the fact that they had six defensemen that could carry the puck and throw it through the neutral zone on the tape to get the breakout going, that was the difference. That's what made them so dangerous is – they would go win a puck, take it from you, and they would hit a forward in stride going the other way. And there was a point today where I said to you, man, just imagine if like they get these like three-on-twos and the passes they throw in the middle like connect and get on the tape and result in a scoring chance. It's just talent. Like A lot of the times, the plays that frustrate are theoretically the right play. Yeah. But they just guys just don't have the talent. I think Taylor Radish is a good example of – Look, he played very well today, did all the things right, but that cross-ice pass where he's crashing a net, a more highly skilled forward is going to be able to connect with that puck and put it in the back of the net. Whereas someone like Radish, maybe it hits him and goes in, but he's not the sort of guy that's going to be able to execute regularly like the Dynasty teams did and like the great teams in this league right now do. Yeah, I, yeah, and part of the thing that... Well, the biggest thing that made those teams so great was they always had the puck. And how do you always yeah. have the puck? It starts with your defense and your defensemen. They get the puck, they get it out of the zone, and then you have dynamic forwards that can keep it in the zone. So long way to go for, for this group, for sure. Um, we had someone in the chatter, I wanted to address it, about double-A um, Andreas Athanasiu, yeah. if there's an update on him. We have not seen him on the ice yet. Um, he has not been uh, skating yet. Uh, there it is. Lee, Lee asked earlier. Um, Luke was asked about that yesterday after practice, and he said he was hopeful that he was going to start skating by the end of the week. 
Well, it's almost the end of the week. Yeah. Uh, just saw the Blackhawks are practicing tomorrow, so maybe he'll get on the ice beforehand. Uh, it's a, he's dealing with a groin injury, so you don't want to rush that. I did have an idea, though. We can maybe get into it a little. I think we've kind of covered this game pretty well. I would say so. It's a one nothing. Got game. an idea? <laughs> if you want, maybe do it after the after the reads. Sure. Um, all right. So our guy, our boss, Jake Flanagan, uh, decided, hey, I haven't seen Connor Bedard play yet, and he went on game time and got himself. A ticket in the front row of the 200 Ooh. level. That's the best seat in the house, folks. 200 level is Absolutely. where it's at. That, that's that's where you should try to get tickets yes. for every game. Absolutely. And you know what he did? He bought them like 20 minutes before puck drop. That's what makes game time so effective. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying your tickets to your next big event. Game time is fast, It's e- and it's the easy way to buy the tickets for all your sporting events, music, Concerts, comedy shows. You can even get tickets for Sunday. Fit. Alex yeah. Ovechkin, twenty six bucks. Twenty six dollars. I mean, come on. What are we doing, folks? With killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. You can browse. Uh, as we said, twenty six dollars for Sunday's. Twenty six for the Avalanche too. To get you in. Listen, like the the demand. I think is going to get a little higher over the next couple weeks kids are coming home from college here christmas break is coming uh get in now they got the blues on saturday night they're having a tailgate party in the atrium starting at 2 p.m that is going to be a very loose crowd come (laughs) puck drop sunday alex ovechkin hey last time alex ovechkin was in town history won me a lot of money yeah that that's game time has the deals on the tickets right up to the start of the event even an hour after it starts it's the place to find last-minute seats, find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on ticket for football, basketball, hockey, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code CHGO, and you're going to get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code CHGO and get 20 dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed if you find a cheaper price on any one of these other competitor not as good secondary markets they'll match it so there is no risk they take it all out for you game time use the code get your tickets i bought tickets this morning on game time i bought uh bulls tickets for the detroit pistons in february That'll be fun. Yeah. Maybe. Well, my uncle's, he's from Michigan, so I bought him. But I got two tickets for $90. Damn. That's a hell yeah. of a deal and right we're, there. we're sitting in like three section 302 or something. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, our buddy at the Hockey Barn, by the way, points out that Sunday is a police and fire first responder game at mm-hmm. the United Center. So that would be, that's probably part of why the tailgate's there. Well, tailgate's Saturday. Oh, yeah, right. You said that. Yeah. Yeah, that um, makes more sense. But yeah. it's going to be a fun day. The, the, that first responder game is always fun. Um, it's cool they get let them do that. Yeah. You know, that's that's a cool thing. And by the way, uh, we are sponsored by our friends at ComEd, and they want to let you know that it's getting easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles. That's something we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it. Yeah, the electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence towards an electric tomorrow. That sounds so cool. Whether you have one delivery van or a whole fleet of shipping trucks, ComEd can help you help guide you to make the changes that make sense. So, Greg, what should business owners like Charlie the Bacon Guy and the Hockey Barn do? Well, Charlie the Bacon Guy and the Hockey Barn and any other small business owner should go to comed.com slash clean to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, do not wait. Start no. making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business. Good for the planet. Good for all of us. Darn it. <laughs> go to comed.com slash clean comed.com slash clean you say i did say yeah go now not now wait till after the show and see how electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future 
for generations to come. Make the planet better so Connor Bedard can play here forever. Exactly. We don't want the ice to melt. Um, all right. Should we do... Uh, let's do the uh, Connor's Corner. Yeah. And then uh, we'll get to your idea. Before the Connor's Corner, I did see our guy Lebowski 5. I'm going to give another one of our sponsors a free plug here. Okay. Our guy Lebowski 5 earlier said just said, need better dumps. Uh, try an Olipop. <laughs> exactly. I, I just wanted to use that joke. Do so. not... By the Mariano's, I got. I'll tell this story. This is a free one for Olipop. So I ordered Instacart today for groceries for my parents. I'm like, you know what? I have not had my probiotic today, so I'm going to get an Olipop. And when they don't have what you want, the shopper will replace with something similar. So they brought like some knockoff brand Olipop cream soda. I'm like, all right, I'll try it. So I drank it. It was fine. Nowhere near an Olipop. And I took the last drink, and it had like chunky, like sediment in the bottom of the can. And I was like, like, immediately spit it out on the ground. Uh, it was disgusting. It was like someone had crumbled up tums in the bottom of the. Uh, well, that's how you got your probiotic. Maybe that's how they make them. Yeah, right they, for your they, gut they health. They take the probiotic and they open the capsule and dump yeah. it out in the bottom. That was really gross. Yeah, it was really really gross. All right, let's go to Connor's corner. Yes, let's hit the music. Hit the music. Somebody in Discord was like, "I think they need to change the music because." It's 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 so childish. I'm like, well, he's That's still a child, the joke. right? <laughs> yes. As he gets older, we will come up with uh, better music. Yeah, of yeah. course. But the 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 thing is that he's little. We're having fun. thus the graphics yes. with the Dino Nuggies and the right. Jack in the Box and the Disney themed movie kind of idea. He is a child. He is a like, child. He is. <laughs> yes. He is. Yes. Uh, Bedard. He had an assist. He had three shots on goal. Sixteen oh one of ice time. Uh, again, not one of the dominant Connor Bedard performances, but th- every game he's got moments that bring fans out, you know, out of their when seats. He, and when he has the puck, there's a swell like, oh, uh, yeah, you can like hear it. Cr- that's that's what the people are there for. Yeah, and I'll say too, like things. every time the kid shoots, it is a dangerous shot. Like it, it's very rare to see a goalie take a Connor Bedard shot without some sort of struggle. Like, it'll, like, kind of fool them a little bit, or it'll hit them and, like, bounce wildly in front. And they look like they hurt like hell. Every time he shoots, it looks like the goalie is hurt. Yeah, because he doesn't see it till it hits him. Yeah, it's it's wild. Um, but there was a play today where I counted two oohs and an ah on one shift because <laughs> he was, you know, stick handling and dishing and just, you know, he's so fun to watch. And it's just amazing to think about he's this good at 18. When he's 22, 23... How amazing he's going to be. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yep. It, and the team should be pretty damn good by then, too. There there was a – on that goal, he had the puck and he had some space. And I was like – he then he saw Kershev and, and made the pass. And it was the correct play, obviously. But that was one of those moments where I was going to be like, oh, damn it, you should have shot there. <laughs> but in my face, uh, he, uh, he knew better than I did, which uh, – won't be the last time that happens. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. All right, what, what's your uh, what's your angle right, here? Speaking of Connor Bedard, yes, and and that line, mm-hmm. and all right, Andreas Athens see you when he gets back. Mm. Um, you're gonna have to make some some roster switcher uppers here. Um, like I don't know who, I don't know who goes back. Here's my idea. All right, I would, and I know. Kershev has been good on that top line with Connor Bedard. But now that you got Beauvillier there, maybe you got to have more than one line to score. Yes, you do. So here's my theory. Here's my plan. You get Athanasiu back, you take Kershev off the top line, and you put those two guys with Lucas Reichel because Lucas Reichel had his best run in the NHL playing with those two guys. I agree. We haven't seen it yep, yet. I agree. Put it together. Let them have four or five games. See if they can rekindle that ma- magic. Let them cook, as the kids say. Right. So you have Beauvillier. You have Bedard still on that top line. You've got two guys similar in size, Similar in in skill set, what they do, obviously, Bedard, mm-hmm. far more dynamic, but same type of guy. What you need is you need a guy on that line. Taylor Hall. That can <laughs> have some size, <laughs> go get some pucks, help them out when they're in the defensive zone. Okay. 
Call me crazy. But Boris Kachuk with You're those crazy. two guys. For a couple of games. F it. Do it. Why? Why not? He's a guy that's going to get on the forecheck, get the puck for those guys. He's a guy that when they're in the defensive zone will go get the puck and get it out. Yeah. So then you, those are your top line. But, but here's the but problem, where, But where it gets itchy is then what do you do with that bottom six? Yeah. It, like, is Cole Gutman the odd man out and goes back to Rockford? Joey Anderson's not going back to Rockford. Doesn't seem that way, but... And you're not breaking up Dickinson, Felino, Anderson. So then does that, yeah. ma- does that mean Taylor, the, the ex-Lightning, is now your fourth line? And then Ryan Donato's not playing? Yeah, because you... I, that's why I'm thinking... You already don't have Kachuk in the lineup because Beauvillier's here. I'm yeah. thinking... Cole so, Gutman's going back to Rock. Uh, probably. Because you're not I playing mean, Cole Gutman over Ryan tonight. And I don't think... He's playing nice, but he's not playing well enough to, to bench Ryan Donato. It's funny that I'm thinking, like, well, why don't they just see if they can trade Tyler Johnson right now yeah, so they can make room for Boris Kachuk, which is kind of a ridiculous it is, concept. It is but crazy, like, but... I don't know. It's a, they're going to have to figure something out. I mean, the obvious thing is that Gutman will go back. Yeah. Like, it's fine. And I can't believe I just spent the last two minutes championing the but Boris Kachuk on He's the been good. He's been You can't. But like, that's, that's the player that Bovillier and Bedard will need. Yeah. Not Kershev, and I'm not slamming Philip Kershev. He's a really good player, but you have three guys that are on the smaller side, you know, offense first. Kershev plays decent defense. But he's fine. He's not, not. He's no Selkie winner, but he'll he'll do what he needs to do. But Boris will get and do those things. Uh, Lebowski says Dickinson should play with Bedard. He's a center, and he's one of your better centers. Yeah, he's your best center face-off wise. Yeah. dude won 12 of 14, 16 face-offs tonight. And that line with Felino and Anderson have been so good. I can't break them up. Now this is probably still two weeks away. Considering Athens U hasn't even started to skate yet. Yeah. And, you know, you probably want to maybe ease him back in, let him play, you know, on the bottom six to get him back in. But I'm just saying, eventually, I want to see Athens U, Kershev, and Reichel back together. I agree they with were that. So good last year. And then year. figure out the rest. We haven't seen them yet. And then put a guy up there with some size uh, and, and a little, you know, a little bit of defensive prowess with Bedard and Beauvillier because what's the point of having Bedard and Beauvillier out there if they're playing defense all night? Okay. Uh, Phillips figured it out for us. Trade Tower Johnson back to Tampa for Steven Samkos. I'm sure the Lightning are going to jump at that one. Absolutely. And Lebowski says Kurashev is a future Selkie winner. Guys, (laughs) when I talk about potentially overrating our players, that's what I'm talking about. Well, see, I think we need uh, I think we need Sarcasm font in our chant. I think that would be good. Uh, yeah, are so you still like know. bracket S something like yeah, that? Yeah, some we, way we to need, know. We need some sort of. We got a couple more super cat chats. Uh, Chris, man, dialing out the money. Yeah, man. Um, man. Congrats on the. Uh, I want to be uh, the mansion, bro. Yeah, I want to. I want to be at your house for Christmas. <laughs> the way you're you're spreading the cheese around. Uh, I live in SoCal, and if you had to listen to Hayward in Anaheim, you'd love the team covering the Hawks. I'm going to assume that's the uh, play-by-play guy out there. I don't listen to a lot of... Not a big Ducks consumer. I don't, I don't listen to a lot of Ducks uh, home broadcasts. I rarely watch the Ducks these days. Yeah, not, not really. Either. I'm going to watch a lot of them in the future because, man, that team's going to be good. They're going to be um, They're going to be running parallel with the Hawks. Yes. And uh, Tom Casanova. Oh, you ladies, man, you... He is. Uh, look at that guy. He is yeah. a Casanova. Uh, $4.99 trap. From, uh, from our guy Tom. Thank you. For uh, the super chat and the uh, the donations, we appreciate I've that. I've got something for you before you get your Hamlet. Um, here's what I want to see: Jason Dickinson on the power play. I've been saying that for. In fairness to Luke, he did get one second of power play time today. <laughs> he's easing him <laughs> in. He's got to ease him he's in. He's putting his toe in the water, <laughs> exactly. as I like to say. But, like, you know, I, I've seen enough Tyler Johnson, man. I've seen enough. I've seen enough Taylor. I Radish. said it the night against Toronto when he had the hat trick. 
was like how like what is he late, gonna do? Late in the game, it was three three, and the Hawks get a power play. I'm like, why is the guy who scored three goals not on the power play right now? That's a specific question I would like to ask Luke if I'm ever a practicing. I bet you I know why he's gonna say it's not happening because he plays too much on the penalty kill. And he's more valuable there. Which okay, eh. and in. Dickinson got like punched in the chest tonight and had to leave the. Yeah, he got the five finger death punch. Yeah, he got, he got the. Who was the wrestler? Did the Ox Baker? He got the, <laughs> he got the heart punch from Ox, Ox Baker at center ice, and uh, Google Ox Baker. That is a terrifying looking man. By the way, um, uh, fifty two seconds on the PK tonight for. All right. Well, they, there was so it wasn't a, a ton. Yeah, well, okay, he didn't play a ton on the PK either because there were a lot of. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good question. I would put him out there instead of. Uh, um. I'd put him out there instead of Tyler Johnson right now, even though Johnson had an assist tonight. But you know, blind squirrels and nuts or something. Yeah, like I you know I don't I don't want to bag on Tyler Johnson. The guy has had a very good career. He's a good and a smart hockey player who's just struggling with keeping up anymore. And you know, usually when you're a smaller player, your advantage is your speed. And. There was a part today where he was starting a breakout, like an odd man rush, and it was like the cartoon, like legs moving but not going anywhere kind of a thing. <laughs> and you said, and I quote, be somebody else. <laughs> be a different player. Be a different player. Dude, how many times this year be have we- Be faster. How many times have we had like the, like, oh, here we go. Oh, wait, that's that's oh, Reese Johnson. <laughs> pretty much every odd man rush that didn't involve number 98. It's been like, uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. All right, get your helmet out. You're the winner again. I am really lagging behind in the... Well, uh, I'm, I'm happy, like not happy that Mario's not here, but it's definitely helping me win more. Yeah. Well, he played today. He did. He, he texted us his pick. So Mario, um, for Who's Your Hawk, took Anthony Beauvillier. I uh, took Lucas Reichel because I was trying to will it into existence. And uh, Greg did not big brain it. He took uh, Connor Bedard, and as you do when you take Connor Bedard, you usually win. And Greg yes. did because of the assist. We didn't have to go to the tiebreaker. It's my today. first win in a long time where we didn't have to look at the blue lines. It's like Philip Kurashev after today's game. A yeah. win is a win. Hey, I'll take it. Uh, it's it's as I said. Like some of my last couple wins felt like empty net goals, but tonight I scored with the goalie on the ice, and I'll, I will gladly take it. Good work. Um, and and it's the perfect time to wear the helmet. Talk about our guy, Charlie the Bacon Guy. There's a uh, sticker on there. And he, this, this helmet is courtesy of Charlie the Bacon it is, Guy. It is a slightly bacon-scented. This, this is the helmet he wore when he was seven years old, I think. His first hockey helmet. Uh, and Charlie the Bacon Guy, there he is. He's a, he's our friend. He's a longtime listener, YouTube chatter. He's based out of Woodridge, Illinois. I know where that is. And he makes craft bacon and bacon jams in 30 Three zero different flavors. He's almost catching up to Baskin Robbins. He's getting there. One more. Bacon and bacon jams are all naturally cured, fancy, preservative-free product. There aren't any ingredients that Charlie can't pronounce himself involved in the process, unlike most of that crappy store-bought bacon. It's vacuum-sealed. It freezes great. It lasts in the package up to 45 days in the fridge and six months in the freezer. Those are insane numbers. They barely make it out of my front seat of the car when I'm bringing it home. Bacon jam lasts about 60 days in the fridge, usually about 20 seconds in my house, and up to six months in the freezer. Some of the favorite flavors, there's maple pepper, mm. Nashville hot. The French toast is delicious. Buffalo, big fan of that. Ranch, you could put buffalo and ranch together and it'd be like eating wings. Jalapeno, garlic, jardiner, and malort. Yes, there is a malort-flavored bacon. Bacon uh, jam comes in original bourbon, spicy, peach. The bacon jam goes perfectly on anything in scrambled eggs, toast, crackers, burgers. I put it on grilled cheese sandwiches. It's amazing. Cinnamon rolls, that's an idea. Or Charlie's favorite, the spoon. Damn you right. You can pick it up. That's the most efficient way, or he'll deliver to you, meet you halfway, or can even ship it. He makes the bacon so you can bring it home. Starting now until December 15th, you can save 10% off on your order at the brand new website, charliethebaconguy.com. When you use the code CHGO10, get your orders in and use that code CHGO10 
to save today. Once again, that is charliethebaconguy.com. Go there. Give all your loved ones the amazing gift of bacon this holiday season. Maybe not for Hanukkah, but uh, give it, give it. Yeah, that's probably not great. That's probably not great. Yeah, and uh, Horror Show said no love for turkey bacon. No, never. That's not Dr. Horror Show. I'm taking your doctorate away. Uh, And Charlie sent me a picture today of a new flavor. Maple Sriracha. Oh my Where God! Did we just have maple. We had sriracha. maple sriracha wings yes. at Wingstop, and they were they were surprisingly delicious. They were good, so I sent it to Charlie and said, "Hey, ah, how about like, this?" Right. And he, and I was wondering. I knew there was a yeah. sriracha is like my favorite hot sauce well, in the world. The, the Wingstop wings were very good, uh, but I'm really interested to try this. So I think he's bringing it for me at the party tomorrow. I will not be at the party tomorrow. All right, Charlie, if you but, have any extra, I will put me down for a package <laughs> of that. I will gladly. Pay you for that. And he said that's the 36th flavor he's made. 36. Very cool. Awesome. We'll change the the read here. Yeah, exactly. Include 36. All right. We are going to wrap the show up. We are uh, off tomorrow. We've got two games this weekend, so we'll be there. uh, Home games? Yep. Saturday and Sunday at home. I'm way, way, way way behind. So make sure you join us for that. But we want to remind everybody right now, if you've been waiting to become a CHGO diehard, we are having our yearly membership sale you can get a year of chgo diehard membership for 59.99 right now that's 20 dollars off our t- typical price and if you go well like what do i get like do i just get a sticker that says diehard well yeah you get that you also get a free shirt or hat as soon as you sign up whichever chgo shirt or hat you want from the chgo locker so there's a 30 dollar value out there so that basically cuts your membership in half and the other $30 pays for all of our uh, locked written content, like the Rebuild Report, which you guys dropped today. I had my uh, Hawks hits, or my Blackhawks beat, rather, that I dropped on Wednesday. Uh, next week's Blackhawks beat, you're not going to want to miss. Our buddy Petey from PHNX helped me out. He is a former video coach in the NHL, and he's asked our question, answered our question, why do teams use the slingshot power play? There's going to be a video breakdown and everything. You're not going to want to miss that one. It is great stuff. So make sure you check that out. Become a diehard today, allchgo.com. You'll also save 20% with every purchase in the CHGO locker. Save 20% on all of our events, our takeovers, even including like if you are going to the Chris Chelios retirement game with us. If you are a diehard, then you save 20% off your Hawks ticket and everything involved in the takeover. It is totally worth it. You sign up, you get a shirt, you go to one event, it basically pays for itself. And it keeps us employed. So if you really like what we're doing, That's the become a diehard, gift it. Gift memberships are available too. Awesome stuff. Jump on at $59.99 for the whole year. Uh, we would really appreciate your support if you became a diehard today. All right, we're going to wrap things up. Thanks for being with us. want to remind you that we are powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean. Thank you to Sarah for running the show today. Mario, hope you're feeling better, buddy. Hope to see you soon. For Greg, I'm Jay. We'll talk to you Saturday on a CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Silly like the mayor.